Hello, my people. How are you doing? Hoping everything is all right. Everybody's doing good. Uh, my prayers call goes up to you and yours. Just to let you know, I'm coming back. Want to talk about Proverbs 4.23. Yes, I'm bringing it back. I uh, just want to continue to grow and feed out on my journey. As you all join in with me, I appreciate you all as well. I just want to talk about this because it tells us to guard our heart with all diligence. From it flows the spring of life. Yes, Proverbs 4.23. Life. Yes. Protection. Yes. Thoughts. Yes. All of that together is a package. We have to keep ourselves strong in the Lord and be strengthened through his word, building on a strong foundation. Remember what I told you before? We talked about how we must be in getting the word and use it as a tool for growth. Yes, it's something I wanted to talk about today, keeping our hearts purified, which talks says that in James 4th chapter, and the entire chapter, but we're going to talk about 7 through 10 right now. Just a little bit of it. It says, uh, once we receive Christ as our personal Savior, we are clean in His eyes. No man can judge you in His eyes. Come on now. I'm trying to bring us on up. I know some of us feeling in our feelings and everything, but I want to let you know that that doesn't mean we will never sin again. John 13 chapter, 9 to 10, but actually 13 chapter, the whole chapter. I told you when you read the whole chapter, you allow the Holy Spirit, once you believe, to work through you. As we live in this world, we continue to exhibit some fleshly patterns. Yes, we do. Uh-oh, what did she say? Fleshly patterns. I said we're either good or evil. I did not say perfect. Remember my pre previous segments we talked about? As we live in this world, we continue to exhibit. I didn't say do. I didn't say continue to do. I say exhibit some fleshly patterns. At times, um, we think wrong thoughts. We make hurtful comments. Oh my goodness. Remember I talked about that with the hurtful comments, how some people are shot down because they hard, they leaving the doors open of their heart and they're allowing people to kill their spirit and they're no good. And you got some people out here because they do that is because they have not received and do not believe. Yes. Remember we talked about that. I'm going to get into that again. And also... Having we with this uh, continual exhibiting some fleshly patterns, we also have inappropriate attitudes and we behave foolishly. Yep, I said it. I said the word foolishly. That's the only word that fits that era. I'm like foolishly. We we behave that. That's why continually, continual cleansing. From sin is very important. Remember I was talking about that 
I, I examine myself on a daily basis. I just don't pick it up on Sunday and listen to the preaching. That's my cleansing. He praying. No, that is the key to it. That equips you. That's sitting at the feet of Jesus. But on Monday through Saturday, you, you, me, we have a job to do. Okay. <laughs> And James, the fourth chapter, also use a process that's which we can purify our hearts. Talking about the heart, Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart with all diligence. Through it flows the issues of life. Yes. When we resist the devil uh-huh, and his ways and his tactics, we mourn our sin. We cause that sin to get weak in a sense and humbly draw near to God in submission. See, we want, we want to have the joy of our salvation. Man, we talked about that as well. We want the joy of our salvation to be renewed and, and cleansed. Our Father is always faithful to forgive and cleanse us. Remember that. He's a forgiving God, but you have to, you have, you have, we, me and you, we have a job to do. Confession and repentance are like a spiritual shower that washes away filth. Yes, I said it, filth. I'm not talking about, I'm not trying to, G-rated. I'm trying to put it to the fact that we we are responsible in some sense to, for our spiritual growth. And this First John one nine is a very good uh, scripture. It's very good scripture, and it helps us to see where we are. Um, it says here, if we receive, hold on, let's, let's get it. Let's get it together now. Because if, if we don't believe and receive, we, 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 we miss out on what God has for us on this side. So it says in first John one and nine, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Come on now. That's the word. We can read that chapter, the first chapter, first John for its entirety. It will help us understand what God, what is God and what God is not. Let's talk about light and darkness. Yes, that, that will help us grow, help us mature, help us to get to the part where God wants us to be. And also, it's very important to know, we talked about as well, 2 Corinthians 1.21, if God who established us and brings us to spiritual maturity we we are not in a position to save ourselves we are not able to sanctify ourselves 
the cleansing of the word. Getting in the word, building on a strong foundation. We talked about that. And I, I hope that uh, it helped us to know that there are steps to growth in this life. Yes, steps to growth. Let's talk about that a little bit. We also have to remember dead things can grow. What's she talking about? Yes. We have to rebirth ourselves. We have to get up. And our spiritual life has to grow. It has to be have to blossom. Just think about it. When a child is born, for instance, let's go on that side. When a child is born, to indicate that that child is alive, they spank the child and it cries, indicates it has life. Okay, just a little suggestion on that. Uh, just to let us know that life is essential for growth in our spiritual walk. And why must we grow? It's God's plan. It's God's plan. He wants us to drop, leave the natural flesh. Let it die in us. I mean, how can you do that? You have to bleed the flesh. That means the flesh has to be weakened. You have to have more spiritual than flesh. You have, if you happen to do it, like I told you in the beginning, we were just talking about how the flesh is and everything, but we have to kill that flesh because that flesh gets us in trouble. It, it, it has us to think that, hmm, I can't do this. It's no hope. You hear people talk about it. It's no hope. I'm, I'm just going to leave it alone. It's, this is not for me. I'm talking about growth. The, the things that people talk about, how they express themselves. I can't help but to say that as we live in this world, we continue to exhibit fleshly <laughs> patterns. We got to weaken that flesh. And the only way to do that is get in the word. Only way to do that is acknowledge God for who he is. And we have to remember, as we talked about before with Luke 6 chapter, a good man out of the, out of the treasure of his heart brings forth good and an evil man of his heart treasure bring forth evil that's just a summary go on this sixth chapter it would read that if you read it in a commentary or a study bible it would take you to other scriptures to help you to do more studying on it but we the good or evil it's no in between it's no perfect that's why i say if you are exhibiting or if i am exhibiting and John 4th chapter talks about if we are exhibiting anything that's not of God, we have to confess. 
We have to turn and purify the, that thing. Acknowledge that it's there. Don't ignore it. Don't fall so deep. Sometimes we get so deep into our sins that we forget who we are. I know it feels good in the beginning, but the results is damnation. It, it, you're, you're, you're going to lose. I know, I know, because one thing about it, the the Bible helps to get us back up on our feet. Keep going in there. Keep, Keep reading it. Remember that the decisions we make in our inner being shows forth in our outer actions. Keeping the heart involved is said from the mouth. What we say in our mouths, you know. Sometimes we say things before we know it and it came out. That's why the heart has to be guarded. The heart has to be cleansed. The heart has to be purified. Talking about James, talking about James 4th chapter, John 13th chapter. Read it for yourselves. I'm going to continue to examine myself on a daily basis. It helps me. I don't have no problem with it because I know I have not arrived. We have not arrived. We are on a journey. And in order to grow, you have to stay in his word. Oh, hallelujah. He is good. He helps us to understand that without him, Without the Holy Spirit, he left in with our helper to help keep us in balance. Some of us don't even use the Holy Spirit. We have to believe first because all I'm saying today and all the other segments that I have said will not work. If you have any doubt in your mind, any doubt in your in your spirit. Yes, growth is essential. It helps us to understand who we are. And one other thing, we have to understand Matthew 6 chapter also lets us know that anxiety will not add to your spiritual development. It cannot be added. It has to be released. We grow by resting in the word that this, what Jesus was talking about when he asked, which of you by worrying will add one cubit to your stature? Cast it, cast your cares unto him for he cares for you. Let it go. Matthew six chapter let helps us understand that anxiety is, is no room for it in your spiritual development. The Christian life is not a nervous hanging over on to God, but rather a resting in the hollow of his hand. We will not grow by toiling and turning and stretching and straining, but rather yielding to Christ's control. Take up, let go of the wheel. When you're driving and everything, use that, 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 Thing with, the, with the wheel. Take your hands off of your spiritual life and let God lead you because 
when you get in his word, he will guide you through the journey and help you to understand that we grow by exercising. The Bible places considerable emphasis on work. Show me a person who will not work and I will show you a person is underdeveloped. Just like you get up in the morning or I got to be at work at eight o'clock. You need that money to function. Do your daily uh, routines of life, which God provides. He opened up doors. He caused uh, blessings to come. Promotions come through him. All this is, is essential. So I talked about resting. Not having all this anxiety, worrying about something that you don't have no control of, worrying about how people treat you, how they talk to you. That's why you have to guard your heart with all diligence. Out of it flows the issues of life. Can't leave all your doors open. Of your mind. I'm not talking about the doors in your house. That too. Doors in the house too. That too. That too the house. But I'm really talking about... The door of your mind. I mean, you can't let everything and everybody in. Because I, I also want to say something. I'm going to stop for a minute and talk about something that really dear to my heart. We, we, some of us act like we are island. Yeah, island. You know, before the COVID-19 came... God bless those that's going through and been through it and some surviving of families. I, my prayers are up for you. Um, I pray your strength. I pray that you would lean more on God to take you through mentally with that. But I want to talk about the island. Some of us think we're island. This is my family. This is my house. This is my thing. And, and you never get the chance to be around people. You never have the chance to be around people. You you don't socialize. You don't have communication with people. So when you get out and, and, and do have the chance to be around people sociably, you're unbalanced. You're discombobulated. It, that part of you has not been exercised. So we have to get to the point that we have to exercise that. Just want to put that out there because in order for us to be a good witness and, and let our light show shine, we can't be vulnerable and people see the weakness in us and they start controlling us as we in the world. Like we go over someone's house and they telling us what it is and what it ain't and we don't have the strength and we're not standing on a strong foundation We, we because we, we're in this cubicle, in this house. We don't socialize. I know it's, we can't do it now, but it's other ways to do it now as well. But I just want to put that out there. Allow God to extend your journey, to open up the avenues for you to be a witness. You, sometimes you don't have to say anything. The way, you, just the way you carry yourself, the way you stand up strong. Knowing the confidence that you are loved by God and God loves you. But if you are uncertain about that love of God, but his love will never stop. He's always with us. He, I always tell people, I know he loved me. And that's my confidence. And I know we have our loved ones, our, our mothers and our children, our husbands that love us. Some of them go in and out with us. 
And when they're not right with us, we're discombobulated. We got to get away from that. This is not a little nigg- nug- nugget on there. I just want to chew on that. I'm going to get back to that in a later segment. But I just want to share that with us. That you have a, a you have something that that no one man can take away from you. And that's God. His love for you, your confidence in him, and who you are. Well, my sisters, I did talk about Proverbs 4.23. Guard your heart with all diligence. From it flows the issues of life. That's Proverbs 4.23. And I also talked about as well... um, Luke 6 chapter, talking about read that for your entirety, talking about a good man out of, a, out of the treasure of his heart brings forth good and out of the treasures of an evil man bring forth treasures out of his heart is evil. And we also talk about purifying our hearts with James 4th chapter, read it as entirety, talking about receiving Christ and we are clean in his eyes. Remember, he we are clean in his eyes. We just have to walk the walk. And and it doesn't mean we never will sin again. I'm not talking about doing a habitual sin and don't get too far with it, you know. But we know he know he know when your your heart is right. And John 13 chapter as well, we talked about as we live in this world, we will continue to exhibit. Some fleshly patterns, at times wrong thoughts, we would have wrong thoughts. Other times making hurtful comments to people, you know, allowing the enemy to use you, you know. <laughs> and also uh, private thoughts and behaving foolishly with a one another, allowing God to some of us allow God to use us and we're not walking in his way and we tearing people down. I, I, it's, it's, it's close to my heart about that one. Be careful. You never know who you're speaking to. You don't know what God loves his children. Those that love him, even if you don't love him, he loves you, but it's better for you to believe in who he is for you can get the benefits of being walking this Christian walk. All right, my sisters and brothers, I am done for today. I'm done with this segment, but you know what? I'll see you later. Be blessed. Bye.